All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Holy shit. How's it going with you? Look, people, Sam Rockwell's back. He's here today. This is his second time on the show. He was on back in uh, 2016, episode 695. Since then, he's won an Oscar. He was on Broadway in American Buffalo, and we made the bad guys together. And now he's in a new mystery movie called See How They Run. One of those, he gets to play the the English drunken constable or, 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 or detective. Finally, put that feather in your cap, Sammy. But what's interesting that's happening now, and I don't know, it'd be, like before I go into that, uh, Matt Bronger, friend of the show, friend of mine, has a new comedy special coming out. Matt's been on this show before a couple of times. He's a very funny guy. The uh, special is called Doug. It's actually premiering as a digital event on October 6th. You can go to moment.co and get tickets. And then you get the special live and on replay. Matt Bronger's Doug. But as some of you have noticed, we uh, seem to be doing some guests, having people back. I think it was only a matter of time, not just because I've interviewed almost everybody in the on the spectrum of people I enjoy interviewing. But, you know, I've actually become friends with a couple of people. Some of the people that I interviewed years ago were friends then, and so many things have happened. And some there are some people that I just want to talk about certain things with or enjoy their company again. Me and Sammy, me and Rockwell, you know, we did a movie together. We've seen each other many times over the last few years. And it was just sort of, you know, you get to know people a little better. And it's interesting with actors, you know, the first time I interviewed him, I remember, you know, I liked him and, you know, we, we didn't really know each other. He was, a, you know, Lynn loved him. But I think that was even before, like, you know, he knew me and Lynn were friends. But but uh, it was a, it was like a first meeting. As, as many of you who have listened to this show for years, you realize that uh, a lot of these things are almost, I wouldn't call them first dates, but they are people getting to know each other. Me and somebody getting to know each other. You know, in its best form and having some sort of breakthrough in that initial exchange. And I think me and Sam did all right that first time. But, you know, you know actors are tricky sometimes. You know, even after this one, he's like, uh, he'd listen to, I don't remember who, but I, I just know that we were walking out of the garage here and he's like, you know, I could have talked about, you know, more personal stuff. Yeah, man, maybe next time. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not, I don't demand anybody get too personal. The point is that uh, me and Sam, you know, had a good time catching up. And uh, and I think it's uh, it, it's deeper and it's better and you know it uh, it's different than the first time. I mean, many shows do this. Yeah, it's amazing uh, on some level that we've done like fourteen hundred of these or however many, and have a very limited number of repeats. And some people, I think, are you know some people are literally tw- like twelve years older than you know. I talked to when <laughs> they're like it's been a decade. It's at least. For some people, that's almost like they're grown-ups now. We should go back. I got to talk to some people like, uh, you know, since they've become a grown-up. I don't know if I mentioned this before. I feel like I did. I'm just, I got this new kitten. It's it's crazy. The amount, I, I am so happy that I don't have kids. To be, for the kid's sake. For the kid's sake. I'm having a, yeah, I've got to keep my panic in, in, in check. Yeah, you, you know, there's the broader panic, uh, you know, outside of climate catastrophe, fascism, uh, 
the waves of fentanyl, methamphetamine, houselessness. Yeah, now Putin, you know, wants to, you know, maybe blast off a couple nukes. It's just the macro panic forever available. It's sort of you know, become the the kind of universal unconscious is 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 a bit panicky. There's deep anxiety in the universe because of this species problem. Human species problem has cluttered the collective unconscious. The global uh, unconscious is uh, anxious, but it may soon be relieved. But on the micro, I just, I don't know how people do it. You know, I've got just the cats. I just get like, I used to be able, I had some equipment in place in my mind where I could manage that, where it's like, hey, man, they're animals. They're going to make it. They're going to survive. Yeah, yeah. the new kitten can be in that room for a while. He's not going to freak out. He's not, you know, he, he, he's not lonely and might die of depression. You know, that, that's you projecting onto a kitten. He's just in that room there because you don't want him running around the house yet because he's too small. He might hurt himself. And you want to be in the house when he's running around. So he can be in the room. So what if he cries a little bit? He's not he's not going to hang himself in there. He's not going to kill himself. He's not going to you know make him some sort of, you know, uh, ill-prepared cat to socialize in life. He'll figure it out. He's a fucking wired little kitten. You don't need to project all that weirdness onto it, you poorly parented fuck. See, now that's not a great inner dialogue, is it? Seriously. Kitten's okay. I had that realization about cats. You don't know how they're going to turn out. When you get a kitten, man, you know, it's like, what an amazing kitten. Like, Buster was an amazing kitten. Monkey and La Fonda were amazing kittens. Boomer was, you know, a little older than a kitten. And he was always not, he was always fucked up and weird. Uh, Moxie, the old cat, great kitten. Uh, Butch, my first cat, amazing kitten. Died very young, year and a half old, enlarged heart, genetic issue. But these kittens, you get them and they're just always pretty amazing. Sammy was a little pensive, kind of concerned, but cute. Uh, the world seemed to weigh heavy on Sammy. Uh, Buster was, you know, half feral and and a little crazy, but always Buster always had sort of a some sort of human spirit to him. Like I'm the only guy that can hold Buster a certain way. I can cradle him and look him in the eyes, and there's an understanding there that I feel goes beyond catness. I look. I'm sure that's. <laughs> I'm sure you all feel that about your cats. But this fucking guy, Charlie, Charlie Beans Roscoe, is out of his fucking mind and will not stop biting and will not stop darting. And it's amazing. But I think my point is, is like as these cats age, Buster, you know, had a, a near death experience with his kidneys and uh, and has turned into a very interesting, quirky cat, a very smart cat. You know, he's gotten more affectionate. He's gotten older. And, uh, you know, but Sammy's kind of kind of weird. He's you know, he's still very thoughtful. Uh, I think he's a little a, a little stressed in there, a little panicky and and not that affectionate, really. In the morning, you know, he'll 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 come up to my face and lay on my chest and, and, and I'll pet him a little bit. But I do not know what that cat wants. And that is the only time he's affectionate to me. The rest of the day, he's sort of like, no, no I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want. I, I just I, I think I'm a little uncomfortable. But he's playing with it. My point is he's, they're not beating up on it. Buster is not beating up on Charlie as much as he beat up on on Sammy, you know. But I don't know. It's just I, I think. Sometimes you get a kitten 
And then they kind of evolve into a lumpy cat, like a cat that's sort of like, meh, it's okay. You build an understanding with whatever the cat becomes. But sometimes, not so much that they're disappointing, but they certainly, sometimes they're not exciting. They're not, you know, they, they may not really give a shit about you. And you have to just, and then you're in, you're, you're in for 17 to 20 years. You, you know, it's like, and sometimes you have those moments where it's like, was the kittenness worth whatever this is? Me just kind of supporting this cat that doesn't really seem to, to like me and isn't that really animated. And then you just kind of, push through and kind of adapt and begin to understand their 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 particular personality i guess like a child you can't just say like well this kid was a lot better when he was two maybe i'll uh put him up for adoption because uh, i'm just a little bored with this kid you know you dance with the one that brought you is that what that means so listen to me sam rockwell always great to see him exciting guy uh does great work and uh you know we have a good time so this is uh sam and me talking see how they run the new movie is now playing in theaters and uh here we go here we go let's work hands you want to work hands yeah let's work hands i uh get the real get the bad guys sound here here we go hey (laughs) testing one what <laughs> Can you give it a little more energy, Mark? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, what'd you do with Sigourney Weaver? She was we, here yesterday. I found her to be uh, she's exactly as, as you'd expect. She's very together. Very together. Very together. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, she's playful too. She um, we did Galaxy Quest together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we had a good time with the late great Alan Rickman. Yeah. We had a great time, and she, you know, we did like stupid Meisner exercises. She was very into, like nerdy acting stuff yeah she's you know? uh, she's serious yeah she's serious her 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 husband theater director and but like when yeah. i was going over her stuff like she uh she really did the thing i mean she put the work in she did that you know the new york yeah. in the early 70s and you know with she, christopher durang and went to yale she went to yale yeah and like, she did the she, ma- she did the shakespeare training at yale and all that stuff she went through it they didn't think she could do it yeah they were very discouraging yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? I can't remember. I went to a Meisner course for oh, that's right. two that's years right. with William Esper, and I met my acting that's coach right. there, that's Terry Knickerbocker, yeah, yeah. along with this woman named Maggie Flanagan. Yeah. And that's like a two-year program. But there's no there's no what they call conservatory training, which is like speech and you know voice and are you shit. ashamed are you are you ashamed are you I, ashamed that I, you didn't get that stuff i was and i i went and got private <laughs> vo- vocal training from Kristen linklater and this woman andrea herring about 20 years ago to kind of make up for it yeah what do you learn and did there? some shakespeare stuff with Kristen. i you know i mean i worked uh, just made my voice stronger i worked on hamlet a little bit and i I, I got my voice. I was doing a play that Phil Hoffman was directing and yeah. I, at the public, yeah. Stephen Gierke's play, and I just was th- thought my I'd been doing theater since I was ten, but I, my voice was weak, and I wanted to strengthen it. Yeah, and so I went there, and you know I was kind of obsessed with Hamlet for a while, and I messed around with that, and then, um, and then I just started working on this, I like vocal training, and you, the, it's. I don't want to bore you with all this crap, but it's like it's. But the, she wrote a book called "Freeing the Natural Voice." Yeah, and it's essentially. Do you sing? I no, I croon a little. <laughs> Do you sing? I can sing. Yeah, I sang last night. Where'd you, where'd you sing my, last night? Uh, with my combo, over at Largo. 
You mean your com? Oh, I got a little band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Then we do it every few months. Do and some it, covers, some Velvet Underground. Some, oh, you did some Velvet Underground. Yeah, we did some Modern Lovers. We did some blues covers. Did That's a cool. Dylan cover. Did a Dylan cover. Yeah. So you go to Largo and you play with your band. That's great. That's right. You play guitar, obviously. Yeah, I play some guitar. I play with the band. Then we do some comedy. Hannah Einbinder came. Eric Griffin came. We do a variety. Stand show. stand up or stand skit up. stuff stuff. No sketch. No yeah, skits. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me about this book, the voice. So it's book. called Freeing the Natural Voice, yeah. and basically it means that uh, the theory is that you know when little kids you hear little kids screaming in the park, yeah. in the playground, yeah, they're unfiltered. They don't. They right. have. There's nothing um, right. blocking the channel, so to speak. No fear. No, no self-consciousness. Fear. no self-consciousness. And as we get older, we start to kind of- you know, Strangle in. ourselves. Exactly. With panic. Exactly. And anxiety and terror. <laughs> and then- it Comes right from your throat. You start talking like this, <laughs> and then you're not really talking. So the idea uh, is to get back to that childlike diaphragm that yeah. we had. Did and, you do those exercises? You're like, ha, ha. Huh. Yes. Hey. Uh-huh. Hum, uh-huh. Ma, ma, ma. Oh, you just did that in your new movie. <laughs> Which the bad guys? Which movie? No, no, the British one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did yeah. you see it? I watched it. Oh, most yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. It's it's a. You did the British guy. I did the British guy. Did the, the British uh, inspector. I did the British inspector. Yeah. You can add that to the list. The You're British one of drunk many inspector. Yes. Of British inspectors. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. It yeah. was fun. But the voicing, so it helped free your voice. So you keep it yeah. open. So I do that when you were nice enough to come to American Buffalo. And so I had to have a voice warm-up, 20-minute voice warm-up and uh, that Andrea put on tape for me. From 20 years ago? It's kind of like from 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been, she's worked on a couple for me. So you did, you've done theater since you were 10? Yeah, yeah. Because I did go yeah. see American Buffalo. Why I really appreciate I? it, man. No, no, but a lot of, you know, cl- some close friends of mine didn't come. Really? Yeah, dude. To see that play? Who wouldn't want to go see that play? Well, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's like- Darren, Chris, Lawrence, Fishburne, come on. But yeah, but just the play itself, it's like it's tight, it moves. It does move. It's exciting. That's, by the way- You're in and out in an hour and a half, Absolutely. Max. It's, it's got dirty words. Yeah. And it held up. I, I I thought it held up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Who, it, who decided to do American Buffalo again? Whose idea was that? I think, well, I was chasing it for a while. I think Lawrence was chasing it. So was Darren. And then I think Liev was going to do it, Oscar Isaac. And then- who, um, who produced it? Who directed it? Uh, Jeffrey Richards and Neil Pepe. So, but they decided to, like, it's time to do this show again? They were kind of going to do it with Liev and oh. uh, and this other director. He was going to play your part? He was going to play my part. And then Oscar was going to do it. He would He would have been too thoughtful. <laughs> I don't know. You think? Well, he, he strikes me as a serious fellow. You're not a serious fellow, are you? I, you know, I'm a sensitive fellow. <laughs> well, that's I don't know important. if I'm a serious that's fellow. That's more important. Sensitive's more important. I don't know if I'm a serious fellow. I try not to be serious, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I think um, those guys would have been f- fabulous teachers. Who was going to be the other guy? The other guy, David Morris read it at one point. Oh, yeah. He was going to play yeah, Don. Yeah. I haven't and, seen him in a while. Um, he's a heavy cat. He's a heavy cat. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I um, I don't know. I, you know, it's just a, it was a great it was a great opportunity. I was lucky to do it. And but when yeah. when you approach that, because I mean, I saw Pacino do that guy. Yeah, at the you, uh, right, Schubert did. in the eighties. Like yeah, when I was in college, yeah. I saw him do it. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it was it was different. I tried to remember it, but I mean, you guys really came. You said out it was Scarface. Different. You said it was very Scarface. <laughs> well, yeah, he, I feel like he had a little of that in him still. 
<laughs> he, like, yeah. he hadn't quite shaken Tony Montana. Yeah, yet. I think I saw a clip of it, and he, he looked very Tony Montana. Well, yeah, well, he held the state. Like, you know, he's so, like, this, I didn't really appreciate the play then because I didn't yeah. quite get that these guys were kind of schlubs. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they were yeah. kind of, you know, they are schlubs. Yeah, yeah, and they were they botched it. They were not a together operation. Yeah, yeah. You no. know, like for some reason he played it too menacing, which I think you played it a, a little funnier. I played it more deferential, probably to Donnie. Yeah. Um, because with an actor like Lawrence Fishburne, you you can't dominate Lawrence Fishburne. You have to manipulate him. Right. You, know, you have to oh, manipulate a Donnie like that. Mm. So it was became much more Iago in that sense that oh I get it yeah you, you, know, you couldn't you can't, Lawrence is just too formidable yeah as an actor and as right a, as a as a power as a force right so the the only way to get in was to sort of be more uh, oh so that was the so that was the intention yeah and then we'd heard about the Bobby Duvall one the Robert Duvall one with Kenneth McMillan and John Savage and that that was that was the one that sounded very well rounded. And and um, huh? Did you see footage of it? I didn't. I I saw a little bit of Pacino. And he was fucking brilliant. Uh, right, but dangerous, he, dangerous. That's right. They, yeah. It was a different game. Yeah, and and he was all he he took over the whole show. I mean, you didn't see like I can barely remember yeah. Teach. It was one of those. Uh, yeah, it was one of those. I can't remember who played him. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah, just yeah, steamrolled yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Well, that, but I was younger, so I don't. What do I know? No, I mean. I'd heard things like that, and I'd heard, uh, you know, that Duvall was great too, and that 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 was more of of a kind of the the well-rounded production. But I, you know, a lot of these people have played it. Um, Bill Peterson played it. Uh, you know who talk? I talked to. Uh, you ever talked to Richard Jenkins? Yeah, I talked to him a lot. He played Teach. That, well, that makes sense. And I would call him. I'd call. I got a couple of friends. I call. I call. I call Billy Crudup. I call Patty Clarkson. But I talk to Richard quite a bit. Yeah. And I get advice. I don't know if you do that with comedians like Bill Burr or anybody like that. If you talk to anybody, but I talk to. Those I guys. see him around. I, yeah. But, you know. But I don't. I think it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Yeah. 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 So what do you it's ask more, Richard Jenkins? Well, I ask him. I said, you know, what am I? I said, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know. I, I just feel stale and I'm losing my, I'm losing saliva when I yeah. do the speeches and and Billy Crudup was very helpful too with that. He said it's all about one thought. The fucking Ruthie speech is one thought. Right. I think I came to you at one point and when we were doing bad guys. I said because this reminds me of stand up. Stand up. Right. Could you take a look at this? I think we talked about it briefly. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. But you got to get help. Um, and Richard said something about that he he felt that one night he was doing it. And this he great did actor, your part. he played Tish. He also did Fool for Love and played Eddie, which I also did on Broadway. And he talked to me about Eddie. So Richard and I have been talking uh, for a long time. And, he must um, have played it a while. He's an older guy. He did it a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he he gave me the iron thing. I think we stole the iron thing. Which oh yeah, was a bait yeah, yeah. and switch thing. And then we also, but he said that one night he couldn't. He just couldn't do it the way he was doing it. It was too like. Whatever he was doing, it was getting stale, and it was like, hey, I'm doing it one of these guys or yeah. something. And then he was like, fuck this. And he went yeah, up to yeah. his co-stars, and he said, I don't know what's going to happen out there, yeah. but I got to I gotta try something different because this is getting really stale. Because he was just sleeping through it? He just felt like he wasn't being spontaneous. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. wasn't. And he, and he said that, it, that that night 
he he came on and he did it. He didn't know what was going to happen. And yeah. Each moment felt fresh, and which is what acting should be. Yeah. And I imagine stand up is a little bit like that. But hopefully, you leave you a little know, room. You got to leave a little room for you things to drop in. Yeah. Like, for me, like like lately, last couple nights, even just riffing. You know, I don't think you guys can really do that. Because you've still got to honor a script. We're kind of yeah. We can self-generate. You can self-generate. So that but, keeps it lively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But do you feel like you have to have some control and a third eye that's looking at you? But do you feel like you can? You obviously have material that you've worked on. But you feel like you can improvise to some extent. And, yeah. And vibe off the audience. Sure. Oh, that I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the only way I can. Yeah. Write. Like, I come up with some new bits the last couple nights just because you get yeah. tired. Like, when a comic gets tired of his act, you got to go do some new shit. But it's you generate it. It's difficult. It must be more difficult as an actor when you're tired of your part. Yeah, sure. To, to try sure. to make that new. What are you going to just yeah, do it like yeah, yeah. this? I'm going to talk like this now. <laughs> I'm going to talk like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, by the way, we tried some different voices, I think, occasionally. But, but I mean, I watched that Seinfeld documentary uh-huh. about him and that comedian years ago. And what I, what I had I th- that guy on recently. You did? Orny? That guy it was on the thing? Orny that? Adams, yeah. That's his name. Yeah. And he, they the had the guy. same manager, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a poor kid. That thing, that, that movie ruined his life. No shit. Oh, my God. I, uh, and for years, it just made him so unappealing to almost the entire world so you had him on recently yeah yeah because wow. because he annoyed me too so but i said well, it's time to like let's let's talk to this guy let's work it out and it was sort of like wow he is powerfully annoying but uh but i gotta listen to that but wow. that thing really haunted him and i think i think jerry really set him up you know to, to wow, be the, wow. the the fall guy in that thing. What were you going to say? Well, about I was that? just going to say what I thought was fascinating is that it takes like six months, or I, this is paraphrasing, to get like fifteen minutes of material or ten minutes of material, or to to, to work that material out. to polish it out. Yeah, it's about right. and that some comedians were able to improvise and some not. But but right. six months for ten minutes of material, you think it's about right? Can be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really want to get it going, then. You, but that's the funny thing is, you if you got a nice big chunk and you, yeah. you, you kind of work out. Like I've been working this shit that I've been doing for over a year now because I'm doing this special that kind of got moved. But now it's like you know, I'm going to shoot it in December. But I've been doing this shit for like a while, and then I keep folding new stuff in and keep adding to it. I'm pretty conversational, yeah. so it keeps it fresh. But I think six months to get a ten to fifteen minute chunk is about right. Yeah, to yeah. get it working, and then when you get it working, you're like, all right, yeah. So that's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, then you, yeah, yeah. You yeah. burn it on a show, and then you just move on. It goes yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. But so, but yeah. you're reaching out to all these guys. Crudup, yeah. he's Crudup's another guy you reach out to. Crudup is another guy. Did he play teach? No, but he's done. A, I've seen a lot of great theater he's done, and he's he's, he's one a of big my theater friends. guy, right? Yeah, he's a big theater guy. He's a really good theater actor, and he's a good friend of mine. And uh, and it, you know, it, it, it's he's really smart. He yeah. trained at NYU, and he he just he took some time with me, and um, he's he's really. One of the most articulate people about acting. But so wait, you've been doing theater since you were 10? How's that possible? I've been doing it because I did it with my mom when I was a kid. And uh, and then I, I'd visit her in New York and do theater. Well, she I can't remember. What is she? She was, she was a, an actress. She's a painter now. Uh, she Abstract? She was uh, you know, kind of like uh, Salvador Dali-ish kind of stuff. Really? So but, detailed weird things? 
Yeah. Small canvases? Kind of like wild kind of. Oh, yeah? Big, small, you name it. But I was very surprised to see how, how small most Dali paintings are. Are they? Like, yeah. Yeah. The first time I saw a Dali painting, I'm like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm where not, did you see them in Spain or where? They're you, around. I mean, you know, I I, I think I saw they're around. There is MoMA. Yeah, there must be one there. I mean, I think there was. I think there is one at MoMA. Yeah. But I, uh, at least, but I, I think I did see a lot of them in Spain. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's okay. Did you ever see Adrian Brody when he played the Salvador Dali in the Woody Allen movie? That was pretty good. Oh, I liked sure. what he did in that. I do. But I just saw him in, in your movie. Yeah. He's always pretty good. I always like seeing him. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. great. He's doing I like when he plays the the wild guys, you know. Yeah, uh, I see. He's really good in this movie. He's really good. So, okay, yeah. so she's a painter now, but you guys used so, to So, yeah. Do... So she uh so my parents separated when I was 5 and then she acted for a while and I would go visit her in in New York in the summer uh, and that's how I got in Where was your old man? My dad was in San Francisco. Oh, right. We moved around a little bit. We lived in a lot of places. Right. We lived in Tenderloin at one point. We lived in the, my grandma's. We lived Tenderloin. In, uh, lived in the Castro. We lived all of San Francisco. You name what it. What was that about? Well, we were broke, you know. And then oh. he and then he got a real job when I was about nine, and he got remarried. And uh, yeah. Do you ever think about moving back there? Well, I, I I do, but not I don't because I don't have any friends there really. Well, I used to think that's. I have my... one friend. I have one friend there. That's well, it. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, well, I, I get it. So like, because I was hanging on to this idea that I'm going to move back to New Mexico because it's beautiful. Because you're nostalgic for it. Yeah. Yeah, but what you're, whatever you're nostalgic for is long gone. Like, you know, everything about whatever you're nostalgic for, gone. Right? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. I mean, it's still beautiful there, though, but what am I going to do every time I go there, because my dad's still there, I just sit in the hotel, and I'm like, the fuck am I doing here? And I was looking I at know. houses up by Santa Fe and shit, but like, what am I going to just sit up here by the mountain and call the kid I went to Hebrew school with once or twice a week to see what he's doing? <laughs> well, wait, can I ask you something? When is it not hot as balls there? It's not as hot as here. Okay. New Mexico's uh, got seasons. It's not Arizona. Okay. Like there's one, they have ski areas. Go okay. to Taos and ski. Northern New Mexico, you get snow, you get cold. So when it's nice weather, yeah, what do you do? I don't fucking know. You what? You, what do you do anywhere when yeah. you're at a certain age? Well, that's I true. Mean, you just go to the gym go, or you yeah. go to the restaurant. You get and then the you coffee. The, you say hi to the guy. What's up? Yeah, hey, there he it kind of is the same shit. No matter where you go, right? Four blocks, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to San Francisco with my dad, and we, we yeah. went. Yeah, there was a nice- Recently? Yeah, recently. We yeah. went to a nice hotel, and they had a nice gym, So I, I and then they we got the nice coffee. <laughs> yeah. The blue bottle yeah. coffee. Oh, yeah, sure. You, went, you walked down we got there? got the pour over. Yeah, we walked down there. The blue then, bottle, yeah. yeah. and then we walked around. Yeah. I sat in some vomit by accident. <laughs> no, you did not. I did, yeah. Oh, that's a very that San was... Francisco thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we walked around some more. We saw a movie. You know, it was like it was like what you do in Albuquerque, probably yeah. same shit. That's what I do with but my dad. Cooler I took him weather. to see a movie. Yeah, you know, and then but he's starting to lose his mind. So like you know, it gets yeah. more interesting because it's sort of like, did we see the movie? We just saw it. You know, they look, yeah, look yeah, that. yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, that's what you do. But for yeah. some reason, whatever I'm nostalgic for, like I really, it just hit me. The last yeah. time I went, that like I can't move here. The fuck am I going to do here? I get like because I want to buy a nice place. Somewhere. No, I want exactly. to have, I have some that peace of mind, time. you know, or and just have like that thing, that feeling, whatever the fuck that was. Oh, you mean when you were in high school? You want to have that feeling? 
I mean, yeah, good and bad. I mean, yeah, middle school is much tougher than high school, I think, in a way. But it depends where in the high school you went to, I guess. Well, but, no, it's just the the feeling of yeah, the feeling everything's of being, still ahead of you. Everything's still ahead of you. That's, you're not going to have that fucking feeling if you move there. No. No, no, you're no. going to sit there and go like, oh, it's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. behind me now. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> have any friends opposite. here. Well, I have one or two friends here, but you can't go for the friends. No. I mean, you got to go. But I mean, at least you have friends in L.A. and New York, right? Do you have I, friends in L.A. Sure. and New York? I got people in New York. I went to see the show with Sam Lipsight, who's yeah. a, who, uh, he was a writer, and you know him and I are, are very close friends. I got a few friends yeah. here, sure. Yeah. I got a few friends here. How many but do you need, Albuquerque, though? how I many gotta, do you need? I, that's a good question. I, I got, don't know. Well, I used to do a joke about that. I say you need two. You need the main guy and the guy you go to when you drain the main guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true because you got to drain the main guy yeah you're that's like true. are you tired all right well, i'll call you a guy i'll call the other guy i can talk to him but uh it's, true. it's very true but yeah no i i got i, I got have a, a few i got about five you got five f- f- five or six uh that i've drained backups? already oh yeah backups yeah <laughs> yeah wait what are those calls like fuck well what are they i'll tell you billy and richard are tired they're drained <laughs> over oh, from american buffalo they're, they're drained your... from buffalo let me tell you <laughs> so every project you got to yeah. pick a couple of guys yeah, they're like, drained the i'm gonna be calling sigourney soon and yeah. yeah she's gonna it's too much but so when does the the theater start legitimately so you do the meisner thing but and yeah then you're with when do you start really doing it well you know i started really doing it um doing off broadway and stuff yeah. and then like i said phil what years directed that's us? Phil, Phil, that's and right. And then we, and then, you know, he taught he taught me a lot about stage acting. And then we, Phil did. Aren't you guys the same age? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Huh. I mean, you and I talked about him. I think before. I think a bit. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's I'm friend friendly with his family, and he's right. He's a, right. He was a beautiful. He was guy I was kind of obsessed with. I was listening to one of your podcasts. Andrew Garfield said some nice things about Ryan Gosling, and I thought yeah. that was really generous and cool because I was, you know, I have. You know, I have that feeling about other actors. Yeah. Feeling like, you know, um, just feeling like you're in this, instead of being competitive and yeah. weird, you know? Right. And I think when I saw Phil, I was, I was, you know, everything. I was envious of his talent. I was really, I was obsessed with him. And then we became friends and, and uh, he just taught me a lot about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. You know he just That's how you learn, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, you know? Well, I mean, I, I, what, how else can you do it? Like, I, I do you have comedian friends like that that you were inspired by, and then you were maybe jealous, and then you let it go, and you became friends, and were competitive, I, and then I, it went I away. I don't know that uh, jealousy ever goes. I think it yeah. submerges. <laughs> when you, but when is you there a your... difference between envy and jealousy? Do you think that there's a there's a healthy amount of competitive stuff where you get inspired by that person, like like Larry, you know, Larry Bird and and Magic sure. Johnson no, I, no, kind of competitive? I always you're always impressed with people, sure, and 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 I yeah. think uh, and I think envy is right and jealous. The weird thing about that stuff now is it happens now is like. Yeah. It's like, because it still happens. We're human. You still get jealous of people. But what happens to me now is like, I don't want what that guy has. I couldn't do that. Whatever the fuck I'm jealous of, it's not because I want it. It's just because, yeah, y- you know, it, it, I wish I was something different Yes, in a moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think about like with Buffalo, like um, if I thought there was a, negotiations and you know we're trying to figure out what was going to happen eight yeah. shows a week seven shows a week and and at one point you know you got to pull the trigger and I'm thinking well do I want to am I going to see am I going to read the paper and you know an Oscar is doing it or Liev's doing it I'm right. like, am I going to be pissed right and the answer is yeah I'm going to be pissed 
you know, because they're good actors. And I'm like, I don't want to see them. You know, no, I got to do it. You got an Oscar. Yeah, but you know, so what? I that mean, means something. That does mean something. No, it does mean something. <laughs> like you, you, it does mean something. But you know, with theater, it's it's know, it's a different yeah. ball game. You know, it's sure. like the. I feel like for some reason, Liev would be very competitive. Sure, I mean, you'd be you'd be crazy not to be competitive and be an so. actor. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the point. I think, I think that. Um, the but there's thing- a health. What I'm saying, I guess, there's a healthy amount of competitive energy. And I think of that documentary with Larry Bird and Magic oh, yeah. Johnson. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that the thirty yeah. thirty yeah. thirty or whatever. Um, I didn't see it. It's really good. Anyway, that's, but that stuff, like, but with that, with physical stuff. It's like you're talking about shots. You're talking about jumping. You t- like there's there's it's a- like either one guy's going to make the finish with, line or not. Right. It's like there's with no acting. Like there's no like sort of ambiguity. Like, what? There's no. There's no. Right. It's it's not math. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It's like he made this many shots. He's the best. Steve Zahn's funnier than right. Whatever. Jack Black. Yeah. No, yeah. You can't. Just, you can't make that comparison. It's apples and oranges. Yeah. Like, and and but our brains want to do that. But but the weird thing about actors, everyone's going to approach it differently. Yeah. But but I mean I think the other thing about that though is like there's a like with acting there's a lot more people who suck working. With pro ball <laughs> not, you know you know you're not gonna like why do they still have that guy who sucks on the team? This is well, you know. Yeah, if <laughs> acting was more like, you know, boxing. It was more, right. Be a right. lot of knockouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not saying I'm not even sucks necessarily. There's it seems like there's plenty of work. For even no, but your a la- the mildly talented, there's a lack of there's a lack of uh, of, of training. Per, let's say you know I've kind of shifted on this back and forth. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there are guys. Well, tell me because now you're doing a lot of acting. What do you what do you think about that? Do you think you think acting training is bullshit? Or you think it's- no, no, no. I think it's amazing because I, I think it's like not like anything. It's not what I dedicated my life to. I'm yeah. a performer, and I always wanted to act. And I think that I can do some things well naturally. Yeah. And, I, and whatever mild or, or minor training I had when I was younger, you're going to learn on the job eventually. And if you yeah. have talent and, you know, you listen to people and you work with great people, you're going to learn. But, you know, whatever devices anyone seems to cobble together, tools for acting uh, is, is really a, is a crap. Sh- it's, it's a personal preference. Yes. That's why it's so hard to talk about craft. You know, because like I, you know, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. I had Paul Dano in here. Yeah. And I was like, do you do animal work? He's like, I do. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? But you know, I was kind of half kidding. But why not do a little animal work? If that's what why gets not? you there, you want to be a penguin for an hour? Listen, Knock yourself out. L- listen, Brando did it, you know. <laughs> did he? <laughs> did he? Sure, he went to the zoo and, and watched uh, animals when he was doing Stanley Kowalski, watched yeah. gorillas or Have you something? done a little animal work? I don't know if I've done animal work, See, but I would. I would do it. You don't I, know if you've done it, but why? Maybe you have. Maybe I have, but I would do it. <laughs> is the point? Yeah, I would do it. So I think I think obviously learning is important, but I do think as I talk to people that if you mix craft, yeah, with with uh, incredible natural charisma and natural talent, you know, you're 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 an undeniable force. But yeah. can you get by with charisma and talent? You know, and the ability to listen. Sure, you can. Of <laughs> yeah. course, you can. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I don't know, well, is it going to catch up to you? I mean, there's exceptions. Well, I but. think it's like, what do you want to make it to yourself? I believe that there are some people that get into stand-up and into acting specifically because they do not want to have a, you know, be in the real world. They don't want a fucking job. 
they don't want that fucking life. Yeah. You know, they like to, you know, and they like to like they like attention from women or whatever. Yeah. So I think there is a, a type of person <laughs> yeah. who just is sort of like, you know, can get away with it. And sometimes they're great. But the intention was not to be an artist. It was not to work, not to be in that world. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. I mean, what do you think of that? It's okay with me. You know, like it's better than the than being a, a preacher, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a similar zone. You know, whatever you're going to do, whether it's a, a musician, a juggler, you want to be a, a minister of some kind, you want to be an actor. It's all show business. Yeah, but yeah, but don't you feel like with the work ethic that you have being a stand up? I it, mean, you it, guys work hard. That's hard it, work. Yeah, and, and also like I was, you know, I yeah I was an aggravated person, and you know it was I didn't see any other way uh, to to have a life. Yeah, you I, said I you said something that I thought that I relate to. Yeah. There's no there's no plan B. Which no, I man. relate to. There's no. I don't. I didn't have a plan B. No, I'd be pumping gas. I don't have any fucking skills. Yeah, I, well, I mean, but see, weirdly. Know, I think that's, I don't have one either, but like, you know, you're a talented guy with a pretty good head on his shoulders. I doubt you'd be pumping gas, but the fact is you didn't, I don't, but I don't have any skills. Sure. But you can learn how I to can, work at a restaurant. Yeah. I'd worked at restaurants. <laughs> I worked at a lot of restaurants. That, but that like, was always my go-to is like, you know, like when was the last job I had but I, in college? I'd flipped eggs. I guess I could go see if I could get that. Go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, but no, but like, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to. To, to diminish the work because you asked me about acting for me like i find that in order to make it interesting yeah that i'm going to have to do the work like because like for me sitting around in a fucking trailer for 12 hours is a nightmare and i don't care how many times i'm supposed to read the script you told me you read the script like 10 times so i started to do I, that i know like a hundred times fine like, yeah. so i started to do that and i'm like this is this is not going to work for me the reading the script a hundred times. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. I listen to it. Uh huh. I record it. Okay. And I listen to it because I'm more audio. Yeah. Eddie Marsden, I was talking about this. Um, yeah. I listen to it. In fact, Eddie Marsden taped my lines. Yeah. For this movie, I see how they run. Um, to do the Eddie's accent. that guy that I met. Eddie Eddie Marsden uh, is a great actor. He's been a lot of Mike Lee movies. He's a fucking. Fan. Oh wait. He was in Ray Donovan. It's oh. fucking fantastic. Look him up. He's amazing. And Martin Friedman taped a couple vowel sounds for me, too, because we worked together. But the point is, I listen to my shit. I listen to my script a lot. So this is for the English movie? Yeah, but I listen to shit. Yeah. And I, I'm more visual audio oriented. But so. like I was doing everything that I knew to do in that two Leslie movie. I talked to you about this when we were doing Bad Guys, where I had to do the Texas. This, the, the Texas, the Texas yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm playing opposite Andrea Riceborough. And you an saw animal. Liz Himmelstein, right? You saw a dialect yeah, coach. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, she she made me watch Mac Davis videos for the Lubbock accent. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. Liz would do, Liz, yeah. It's so funny because like, she's like, we're going to do Lubbock. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. She goes, here, I sent you some videos and I'm watching Mac Davis interviews. That's Because he's from Lubbock. Fucking Mac, North Dallas, Fort of the best. Amazing. I, there is not a day that goes by where I don't think about Nick Nolte waking up that morning and just cracking his fucking back. <laughs> and you, like every day I wake up, it's like Nick Nolte in North Dallas 40. Smoking. Oh my God, I it's love amazing. that movie. It's amazing. It's an amazing uh, movie. Liz is the best, man. She helped great. me with Three Billboards. She helped me with this movie. Um, I had two dialect coaches in this movie, but she... Liz, uh, she got you the southern thing going. She got me the two cops. We taped two cops for three billboards. One of them didn't have a strong enough because Martin McDonough wanted to. He didn't really want an accent. I yeah. said, "Well, we need a, we need a slight one." So Liz found these two cops, 
And then I ended up doing a, a couple ride-alongs with the second comp, and he had put some, he put some ad libs in there. Yeah, use some of the stuff that ended up in the film. Oh wow! And Liz found these guys. Yeah, you know they're very helpful. She's very yeah, helpful. Yeah, I was able to put on paper, you know, the, sort of the tricks of pronunciation. So like what I would use to get into that accent is there'd be a series of things I could say, yes. in the in the to you know kind of prime myself. The way vowels work and to, yeah. to open up to, to get your That's, mouth going yeah. yeah into that zone and then like i could sort of like she gave me a fairly full thing like yep. if you got a question like how what how would that word say, what do i got how do i say that word yeah yeah and you could do it and yeah. you could it, it's like dynamic stretching for your mouth right yeah. right and but also just to hear your sound too because you know like if you go know, boy you know yeah. you got like there's you have to see that boy toy right coy right phonetically yeah. Yeah, spelled out, but but to 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 answer your question though, like the what I started to think about acting, and, and not that I know much, was that like if I like it has to, I want to try to make it satisfying for me to be on camera for four minutes at a time, you know, yeah. and 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 ha and be done with the all the angles of the four minute at a time or three minute at a time, and be like, wow, that was great. I want to feel that. Yeah, because with movie acting. Maybe you'll feel great when you see a whole cut, but by the time you shoot it out, like if, if I just didn't know how to make it satisfying in the moment, so, so I had to focus on that, so that you could forget about the dialect and feel spontaneous. Well, you just mean, forget or, or, about I just spent ten hours in a fucking trailer going like, what could they be doing? So, yeah. <laughs> and then get your head in the game once they go right. And then it's like, whatever. and then yeah. it's like after ten hours, they're like, all right, you, your scene's up, and then it's like you're you're there for like you know fifteen minutes, and like we got it, and like. That was it? The whole yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how does yeah, that 15 yeah. minutes become worth it? That's my question. You know, and that's, so that's a good I'm, question. Well, that's what know. I'm working towards. Yeah, that's hard, right? What's the stuff that you're happiest with on film that you feel like... Uh, I don't know. You know, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I did good in Glow, you know, and I, and I think that I made choices. Yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, my own show, I learned how to be on camera on that show. So the first two seasons were okay, but yeah. I had to figure out how to be on a set. I'm still not clear on where my camera is. It's a nightmare. Well, I don't know. I mean, is it though? Maybe you shouldn't know where the fucking camera is. It's just always way. annoying. Like, maybe when that's I'm, like, more. I'm, I'm I don't know if I want to know where the camera is. But, but maybe you, you must innately know by now. I mean, I, you do, obviously. You want to be on, in the frame. You want to see the lens because you want to be in the frame, obviously. But. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be too aware. There are times where I've gone you know? all in, and there, and I'm like, "Am I even in the shot?" And they're like, "No, no, you're just." I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you can't see the lens, it can't see you. Is that the? But but I can't get out it... from under the thing where people are like you know you're always kind of playing yourself. Am I though? I don't think I am. Yeah, that's a bunch of horseshit. Right. But everybody's playing themselves. Right. And even the great Meryl Streep, great Robert Duvall. They're the all great, in there. They're all in. Hopefully, there you are playing yourself. You just yeah, you're yeah, just, you're, you're playing a version of yourself. You're, well, you know, I, I don't know. Meryl Streep's doing something with her control panel that I don't understand. She's yeah, <laughs> it's like, she's what a is phenomenon. That? I don't. What is that? Is, I don't know. What's she's like? <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, forget it. Have you worked with her? No, I've met her. She's. I mean, you know, she's like a phenomenon. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, Meryl yeah. Streep is the yeah. is the kind of the pinnacle. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing you could do to be that. Because it, no, like whatever like, the fuck it is. I know it seems it's, I, I I'm sure she works very hard, but it seems like it's just so easy for her. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean her ear is incredible. She's yeah. got an amazing ear. All you can do after a certain point though. Do yeah. you, is this true? Is sort of like when you you look at the director and you go, "Do you get what you want?" And when they look at you and go, "Yeah," and you believe them, that's all you can do. 
That's all you can really do. You got to sort of trust. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, but do you so ever. much you can do. That's why you do, go do theater or stand up because you can't. But do you walk you, away from a film role like going like, oh, that was great. I ne like. No. Like billboards I mean, where you're like, this is the best thing I ever did. No doubt. I, we feel, you feel good. Right. But you feel good, but you don't know for sure. You're not in control. I mean, that's why you go do theater. Yeah. It, it, live live performance because you, you feel like you have a little control. Well, that's the other thing. Then it's a satisfying gig. It's yeah. not like these five-minute increments where you're like, did I have my accent on that one? Did, no, anyone, exactly. did anyone check? No, exactly. And then, and then like you watch it and you're like, no, I could have no one told me I did my accent on that take. <laughs> I know. That's why you got to get, get, get Liz on the set. Well, no, she wasn't on the set, but there was no. a guy on uh, Respect when I played Wexler. But you know what gave me uh, courage was I watched James Caan real old James Conn. Like he was uh he was doing that Rain People. Did you ever see Rain People? Yeah. That's that, for way that's Coppola. That's yeah, a way back. Right, right. And he plays like this, you know, brain injured ex football player. You know, college football player. You know, he was like the guy with the broom on the campus, right? I've never seen that movie. Right. But Holy he does do an accent and I'm and I'm and I'm watching him and I just talked to him. And it wasn't good? Well, he was in and out, yeah. and and you watch if you watch a lot of real movie stars do accents, yeah. like, it comes and goes. But you know yeah. who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. just you just never want. I think that the rule should be you never want to agree to the Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the Boston. Yeah, I did it with Liz, yeah. and uh, it's a tough one. It's which tough which one. which movie was it? I did that? a movie with Hilary Swank called Conviction. Tony Goldwyn directed it, and it's a tough accent. And uh, easy to make look stupid. Absolutely, you got to be real careful. Just like the English accent, you got to be really fucking careful. I thought you made a good choice on this last this new movie. Thanks. You, you yeah. went you went you, you went subtle. You didn't you didn't bust. Yeah. You didn't go over the top. No, we, you, gotta, you kept you, mild. Very careful. <laughs> I'd done it in theater, but I hadn't done it on film. I was very nervous about it. Yeah. Um, it took a it took mm. takes a village. Yeah. But no, you know, I mean, the thing about that, you know, the thing about you're saying, you know, what I love about acting is like, if you're, if you are, like with Teach, it mm. didn't matter in American Buffalo. Yeah. Like, if I was neurotic, actually, the worst day, the worst my day was going, the better the performance was. Sure. <laughs> so, the guy's worked up. The guy's worked up. Yeah. So, a lot of times, if I was having a really rough day, yeah. and I didn't, I felt kind of out of sorts and shaky. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's you great. know the more neurotic I was, and and those are great roles because you can kind of like, oh yeah, you can just put it on stage. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what's going on; you can just vomit it. Yeah, on because stage. you're loaded up. You know, you know, you just you it, load it up. You man. can just dump it. Like, yeah. it's a weird thing with stand up too. It's like sometimes I like to sort of step back and kind of just like see how the the words work, but other times, like if I'm lit up, I can fucking do whatever I want, and the emotion kind of sure drives the, I, yeah, the you, routine. You try and be funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm angry, sometimes it's pretty good. Does it get Sam Kinison when a little bit? No, it, no, I don't. I mean, not I, not that extreme, but does it get? Does it? Does it? Is, no, I mean it'll get. I can get kind of you know, yeah, uh, angry and righteous, uh, and you that's know, like, fun. It's okay, yeah. It's not. It's usually misdirected, but that's okay. <laughs> As long as it's yeah. funny, sure, right? Or, you're, you're or right. something a little happened. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Something happens. Yeah, but uh, but like so when you won, like okay. Well, the question is in in billboards. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, you. It seemed to me that yeah, part and and this is just my assumption about you know going back to what we were talking about and how you yeah. can't really escape yourself is that you know you just had to turn some things off. Yeah. Right. I mean, you had to focus that that character like in the sense yeah. that like you know this was not sam right yeah. Yeah. and this guy is from a different world and a different mindset so i've got to sort of like you know turn all this sam off 
to make yeah. room for this guy. I guess, I don't know about that. I don't know if it's no. turning Sam off. It's more like turning um, parts of Sam on huh. and oh, filtering okay. through That's interesting. different Samisms. But yeah. it's not like the guy, yeah, I mean, the guy's kind of an asshole. So I don't think I'm an asshole. But so but I, he's also not terribly bright. No, he's not. And that's a hard thing to act sometimes. And I think the only way to act that is to kind of be, is to process things slowly. You know, right, like, right. This is liquid death. So it's mountain. <laughs> Does that mean it's from the mountains or, you know what I mean? Like just process things slower. <laughs> it's, it's, and then I think it comes off as yeah. if you're not as bright. But, 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 you know, there's the yeah, accent, yeah. and then there's, I worked on it with my acting coach. I mean, there was one session I was doing with my coach, Terry Knickerbocker, and I stuttered on the word mama. Yeah. Because he's a mama's boy. And, and he said, do that again. And I said, what, do what again? He says, you, you stammered when you said mama. You went, mama, mama. And I went, really? I did? He's like, yeah, yeah, do it again. Do it again. And I go, Okay, uh, yeah, so my, 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 my mama, and, and then it just became a thing. Yeah. And it was this great thing for the character. Wow. That he's got this weird Oedipal kind of nice. fucked up thing. So he just folded that in. And just folded that in. And that was just a nice thing. I mean, there was one time way, way back, uh, my, my coach said, why don't you sing that line? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean, like as an exercise? What do you mean? Yeah. Said, no, no, on the day, I think you should sing it. Yeah. And I said, you're out of your fucking mind. He's like, no, no, try it. Yeah. And I did. It's in the movie. Yeah. I sang the line. You yeah. Know? So it, sometimes it's out uh, way, the way, way back. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. so sometimes it takes these kind of, these weird choices that yeah. are outside the box a little, you know. It's great. Yeah. It's it it a, takes a village. I think you need help. I need help. Yeah. No, but, it, but it's it, because you can't, like, you can make choices for yourself, but if you want, you know, if you, I like when people suggest shit. Yeah. Because, like, when someone goes, can you just do it like that? I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. I'll do it like that. I'm not one no, of these people. Man. It's like a, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's like what, here's what I want you to you know be no, it, uh, be uh, a little more self conscious. I'm like no problem. I can take a note. Just boom, right away. I'm like yes. I'll do. Fuck it. Thank yeah. You. I don't care who it comes. That's uh, Matt Damon was talking about that. Yeah. He said that it, he said he got it from Bono when a song walks in the room. Yeah. And he said that's kind of like when an idea walks in the room. Like yeah. It doesn't matter who it's from. If sure. an idea walks in the room, you better pay yeah. attention. Yeah. You know? Sure. And, and and take it from anybody. Well, I mean, comedy's a little different because you always got people that sort of like, hey, you, can I give you a tag? I'm like, what? And then they're what like- What does that mean, a joke? Like a punchline. Like uh, if you have a joke and uh, yeah. some, a comic will want to you know, give you a, a little punchline or to, something to make it better. Oh, okay. But they're, they're you're not asking for it. They're suggesting- No, no. They're yeah. just like, can I tag? And I'm like, okay, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that's really for me. But like some guy, like one guy tagged a joke and it's one of the best tags I, I got. Tag a joke. Wow. Yeah. No shit. Well, like I was doing this thing like- uh, like I do this setup, of the, there's a bit in this joke where I go like, you know, if you got a bat, if you're going to hit a guy with a bat, yeah, you know, you, you better have hit a guy with a bat before, yeah, you, you know, like because it, yeah. it, like I'm talking about, not only could I not shoot a guy with a gun, I don't think I hit a guy with a bat. So that was what I yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this guy Scalero, Brian Scalero, who's very funny, goes, uh, you know, what you should say, she said, you should say, because uh, you'll probably end up getting hit with your own bat. <laughs> 
That's great, man. It and was he, great. And he's just, that's very generous of him. Well, yeah, I mean. To give it, you a tag. Yeah, that, yeah. I like when people give me tags. It doesn't happen that's too often. That's what I'm talking about. Calling Richard Jenkins or Billy or, or yeah. Yeah, what do you think of this? But there, you got to trust the cat, right? You got to trust the cat for sure. Yeah. You got to feel safe. So what? So the Oscar thing, I've been talking yeah. in a long time. I mean, I've, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, the we've last been, time we've been on the mics yes. was 2016. So a lot of stuff for is bad, happened. For bad guys? No, no. This is oh, when, oh, when, when I we interviewed. interviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen you, obviously, yeah. because we worked yeah. together and you know, we you, you were yeah, very helpful during uh, my grieving period and we talked yeah, a lot yeah, during yeah. then. And, you know, she loved you, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and She it was, was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And because uh, yeah. you work with her. But, 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 but I, don't, I wasn't around when you got that Oscar. Yeah, man, that was a yeah, that was a few years how, how ago. Does that, like now, 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 be honest with me. Things, yeah. Did, did you like? Was there a campaign for it? Well, there's always a campaign for any of those things. Right. You know, you yeah. you how does that obviously. Work? Well, you you have you you hire a publicist sometimes. Yeah. To keep press at bay, you don't yeah. always not always trying to get right. press. Right. Sometimes you're trying to keep it away. Yeah. So that's sometimes the publicist for somebody. I imagine somebody like. You know, Sean Penn or Tom Cruise or somebody—they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna want to do less press, right? And so they're gonna have some—they're gonna hire a publicist to keep it away, right? But um, I think with something like that, you 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 go, okay, well, you don't know if the movie's gonna hit. We saw the movie like this is good. I don't know if anybody's gonna dig it. It's weird, right? And then we go to Venice, and yeah. all of a sudden it's a standing ovation, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? So we. So then you're like, oh, you smell the scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, this could go. Yeah. As Francis McDormand said, this could go to the convention. Right. She said, we're going to go to the convention. You know that, right? The convention. And I said, uh, yeah, I guess maybe you're right. Maybe I we're going her. to the convention. Yeah. She's yeah. amazing. She's amazing. It was so and, funny because I saw her at the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, and I've always wanted to have her on the show, but she was. Yeah. I've never been able to get her right. Yeah. And uh, uh, and and she um, she saw me and yeah. I introduced myself. You know, you were there. It was at that. It was at the uh, the the like Governor- Screen Actors Guild Awards a few years ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah. I, I, I I don't know if it was for that yeah. movie. What maybe it was for that movie? I was up for Glow. You know, I was. You know, yeah. Uh, if I was, it was either that or yeah, it must have been that. Right. So uh, so she uh, she comes up to me. She's like, oh, I love you. And I'm like, you know me. I want you to do my show. And she's like, I don't know. I I love she's you like, on Glow. It was on Glow. That's awesome. So she loved me as an actor. I'm like, oh, that's even better. And she didn't know about your podcast. Not really. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francis is is unconventional. Yes. She's she's so so cool. But see, like, that's a whole different game, right? I mean, you work with her so much. But, like, you know, we talk about Meryl Streep, but, you know, but she's another one, just a pinnacle, but totally different. Totally different. Yeah, totally different. A total different quality and a different approach and different skill set. Yeah. B- badass yeah yeah badass both of them yeah yeah so the oscar so you you, yeah. you got the publicist so yeah you know you get you got you got people who are in, in, in the know and you're trying to get this movie like we're trying i'm trying to pump this movie right you're trying to get this movie some attention and you know you did good work in it yeah right right and you know francis did good work you got a you got a good movie here martin, yeah. martin kicked its ass and so you want to get it, you want people to pay attention to it. Right. So the Oscar would only help that. Sure. To people to see the fucking movie. So yeah. 
it it it, it stands to reason you're going to pump the movie as much as everybody you can. is. Yeah, you want to make it. You want people to see it. Somebody you're yeah, proud so, of it. You're so proud initially, of it. you know, it's sort of like about the movie, and then as the movie gets more attention, you're sort of like, I kind of want one. Maybe can we get me one? <laughs> Listen. And nobody's going to be mad at an Oscar. You know what I mean? Um, except Marlon Brando. Except Marlon Brando. Yes, yes, apparently, yes, yes. Um, and a couple other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's cool, man. It's a cool thing to have, and it's a cool. It, it's definitely like... Does it change to anything? You know, it can change things in negotiations. Right, um, right. But you always work. Yeah, I've, it's not going to change that much. I mean, it, it is what it is, but it's. Uh, I think it, it depends on the person and what you do with it. Yeah. And how you. Yeah. You know, I think Chris Walken said this is a house. Yeah. When he got the Oscar, he's like, "This is a house." <laughs> yeah. You know, meaning he's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna pay for a house. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it was. You know. Yeah. So it's what you make of it. Did I guess. you get a house? I think it helped me get American Buffalo. Maybe I don't know. Oh, you would have gotten that. I uh, maybe I don't know maybe. Um, but I mean, like in, in this, but you, but you've always been a guy. I mean, that's the thing about even before the Oscars, yeah. you're a guy. I've done I've done well. I've yeah. done very well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. I saw that Richard Jewell movie. Did anyone else? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, people eventually did see it. Didn't initially not so much, but that's my whole career is like is afterthought. <laughs> I like that movie though, except for Bad Guys. Bad Guys was a Dude, hit, man. That was crazy. Dude, we got it. We had a hit movie, bro. I know, <laughs> big movie. I think there might be a little sequel. <laughs> Yeah, have, so, they, have, you, have they reached out? They they're definitely talking about. Well, it. no, I know they're talking about it, but they, that would like, be hot. That would be hot. No here's what I'm thinking. I'm like, did you get a call? And they're like, Shh, don't just don't tell Mark. We're not. <laughs> we're, we're not, not sure too. about the snake. <laughs> we're not sure. We're not. We're not sure. But the snake's gonna be a jacket. I I couldn't. I never. I don't understand animation. Snake boots. You're yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah, Snake yeah, boots. Yeah, he's only in for half. Of, he's just at the beginning. He dies at the beginning. <laughs> don't tell Mark yet. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be. Yeah, the boots. Yeah. But we got uh, a great lizard for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I like I have no idea uh, with anime. Yeah. It's funny because, like, yeah. I, I mean, when you do it, it took us forever. I mean, it's a tedious process for sure. Yeah, but we were both yeah. in COVID, and I was like, you know, in pain, and 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 yeah. and we were both like doing these different things, and we yeah. were. But we actually got to do something that hardly ever happens. We worked. We, we did that together. shit together. Yeah. And I think it made a big difference. It made a huge fucking difference. And and then once we we were I worked with Aquafina. I don't know if you got to work with her. I didn't. Um and then we had my friend Mike Godare was helping us read That's stuff. That's right. And he does a lot of voices and I think that was vital that you and I worked together because yeah, we play best friends in the thing. It's like if you don't, it would have been ridiculous. Yeah, and we were riffing. And like, Zazie, I worked with Zazie, but I think even that was remote. Yeah, that was yeah, Zoom. Yeah. yeah, we we took the chance. We got tested up, and yeah, yeah, there yeah. was like a couple of times where they just have us go, and yeah. we just did that stuff. And yeah, because you get that casualness to it. Yeah, and the overlapping dialogue, yep. like like this, is yeah. like was really important. I, I you know, but it's like everybody in that movie. Like here's the thing about like. All of my animated characters, aside from Lex Luthor in uh, Super Pets, it's another thing where they had me in. I had no idea the scope of that movie or what it was going to be, but I'm like Lex Luthor in Super Pets. It's a, it, That's amazing. Yeah. It, but it's to me, it's sort of like it was a thing that, you know, I used to go into this place. I'd talk into Is that the mic. one with The Rock and Kevin Hart? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. came out. Yeah. Okay. I got to yeah. watch that. I got to watch that. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've seen the whole thing yet. Yeah. But, uh, but like you know, you're just you know, you're, you're doing Sam. You're just sort of like being cool, and I'm like, hey, what are you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, like, why am I the guy that made the choice to do a voice that's going to well, shred my vocal were, cords? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, I was hard on your vocal cords, yeah. But you were doing kind of like the curmudgeonly Walter yes. Mouthow guy. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I think and I think it fit because the misanthrope. Yeah. The kids love it. Yeah, sure. 
I mean, do you are you getting that kind of feedback? They love it. No, they're flipping out. It's great. Like, what's happening for you with the they, kids? Peep, I, I got a couple of friends. They had kids. They right. went and saw it, and they, right. loved, they loved it. They loved it, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, man. My, bu- my buddy, my producer, my business partner, he's got a kid that knew you from another movie. Oh, yeah, another animated movie. Yeah, from the uh, one and yeah. only Ivan. He, yeah, that's he, right. And he, he recognized it, like, immediately. That's right. Yeah, we had a, I had a lot of fun with that. With the, the Ivan movie? Yeah, I got yeah. to hang out with Danny DeVito a lot. Oh, that's That funny. was really fun. I was kind of doing Danny DeVito as Snake. You that, were kind almost... of doing Taxi Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, now that I think about it. Yeah, totally. But like, I, I, I was completely amazed. Because, you know, you do that thing and it goes on a while and then you never see a script. I know. Occasionally you'll see like some black and white drawings and be like, what's happening? I know. And then know. a year or two, and I in, don't know. You don't know what the hell's going on. It's out of no. context, and you're like, what's that? What are we doing again? What's yeah. That? And then you see the whole movie. We're all like, holy shit! You guys I know. made a. And it was like we were number one at the box office. We were number one about for weeks. It's 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 a good. It's a nice feeling. It's a nice feeling to finally you know have one of those kind of like. I don't know the last time I've had something like that. Do you but, know how much mo- the movies made like like 150 million or something? It's fucking great. It's awesome. Did we get? Are we gonna see any of that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like the, fucking, the sequel. The back end on those things is sort of yeah. like, yeah, when it makes a half a billion dollars, <laughs> the bonuses gonna come a, when you're dead. <laughs> everyone's gonna get a piece at two billion. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I, yeah. I, I'd like to do another one. It was fun. Yeah. Did you ever do F is for Family with Bill? No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I oh, you do that all the that. time, huh? We did that for yeah for five years. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. You could curse and shit. I remember. You could yeah, say anything I, yeah. on that. That was amazing. No. Me and Bill just fight in real life. You we, fight in real life? Yes. What do you guys fight about? I don't anything, fucking know. Yeah, anything just, fun? Just, Aesthetic? He, no. <laughs> he just like, you know, for for some reason, he decides immediately when he sees me, he's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm like, what is, <laughs> what is, what's happening? <laughs> here we go. Yeah, yeah, it's like. And what do we? <laughs> he tells us. I think you guys would good would be a good pair. I like. We to would. See, we I'd do, like to we, see a movie with that pair. The only thing we argue about is is sort of like not even politics really, but just sort of like cancel culture stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, they can't, do it. and I'm like, you know, well, just they, you know, so like. <laughs> But we got into a yeller, man. We got into a no yeller. No shit. Yeah. And, 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 wow. And, and I'm like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? He's like, stop fucking yelling at me. And I'm like, you're yelling at one of those things. <laughs> wow. And we're in the dressing room at the comedy store, and it's just one of the- there's Wow. Other, there's other people there. And wow. there's a standoff, and I'm like, well, what are we doing? What are we going to do? Because well, I don't think either of us are hitting each other. But Has it was he one been of, on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah years yeah, ago, yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We were up I, in- uh, I think I, that's nice. A little creative conflict, maybe. We do. He, he he always you know, he's one of those guys because of how he grew up. You know, you could probably see it in that show. Yeah, where you know he had a dad that was a fucking you know you know anger guy, and you know he's like and I used to be this way. It's a very weird thing he's when admittedly you admittedly very angry. Yes, yeah. yes. But see that it's but to be the dude who rages, you know, well, it's on stage is one thing, but when you're out in the world. And you're like, you know, blah, 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 blah. well, Bill, like, Bill talks about that. As, yeah, of course. As a personal as a handicap. Yeah, he talks. Well, about I mean, it, yeah. I do it too. But the the the, the yeah. liability of it is is that most of those guys, when they're done, they're going to be like, hey, buddy, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, yeah. And and it's like, okay, so you had your arc, and now you've landed, and you're sorry, but like, you made a fucking mess, bro. <laughs> 
You know, yeah. and I, I mean, but that's just a personal I mean, experience. And like, yeah, you know, obviously we're comics, and you know, it took me a minute. I, but I, I did go through a few months where I'm like, fuck it. I'm so done that was with that, a, that was a, that was a backstage thing. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm done with that shit. Fuck this shit. I'm not gonna deal with that guy like that. That that was fucking uncalled for. And we were both doing it. But then I saw him in Montreal, and we're like, hey, you all right? Yeah, I'm you guys all right. Are cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. we're a bunch of fucking gypsy weirdos. Yeah, I feel like I've had that too with with somebody, like an actor, but I can't think of who. But I think yeah. it's weird when those emotions come up, and it you, is weird, and because it, it once you do that, yeah, in any kind of relationship, yeah, it's it's like never gonna be the same because you've just un, unleashed that thing. So like yeah. you, you know whatever you were respecting before, yeah, that's fucked up. Like I've done it in regular relationships with women or whatever, yeah. where you have that one fight where you're like, uh oh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. take you know, I might that might not get back normal for a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just like you know, whether you're young or crazy or just mad or you feel you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, fucked with. That's yeah. usually what it is. It's like, sure. Why, what do you? What is that? What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the way, what are you saying? Yeah, 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 that's I know that's that's you know. How's your relationship? Good. It's good. We're doing good. great. We're fifteen years. That's crazy. Fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're and did in you? There. You're you're mostly in New York. In New York. Yeah. And we're here now because she's here doing a show. L.A. is an interesting experience. Yeah. Why, what What are you feeling now? What is now? You're in Glendale. What do you do around Glendale, man? I love fucking Glendale. So where do you go? What do you mean for everything? I I I tend to like I'm literally three blocks away from uh, Ralph's uh, Armenian Ralph's. Yeah, I call it. And then I'm, Armenian uh, Ralph's. Yeah, it's, a, it's some old school shit going is over Carl there. Is Carl Malden there? Is it, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> no, but there's isn't like Armenian there's there? definitely two tables out front. Eric one for the old men yes. and one for the old ladies, just to give stink eye <laughs> to the intruders. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> there's that slight feeling of queens that I like, and they don't have they have some things they just don't have there. And then there's a Vons, yeah. I judge my life by where I can go shop for food. Yeah, yeah. There's a Vons, five minutes. Whole Foods, you five minutes. You got a blue minutes. bottle coffee around here? No, nah, I don't care about that. I make you, all you my make own. You make your coffee. own coffee. Yeah. But I got, I you're got good. You're good coffee game, I imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I do yeah. all my most of my own cooking. But yeah. they have great uh, uh, Persian food out here. But I got Fish King, a real fish market close by. It's in, oh, and it's yeah. like that's right. You're a big cook. You cook the fish. Yeah, and cook. Do the I thing. like it. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know, and I'm like salt. You like salt the fish, right? I I was smoking some sable for a while, but I gave that up. That sounds hard. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. I got a, like a uh, suburban smoker out there. Yeah, I'm gonna cook a chicken later. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm five minutes away from the Americana and blue. I got everything I need here, and it's like I can get to the comedy store at night in like 25 minutes. So like this is very accessible Listen, to everything other than the West Side, and I just never go there. I don't know what yeah. that life is. I don't know you what's don't, happening on Santa Monica. Shit. You're not missing anything. Nothing. I don't know. You're not missing anything. Like if I have an if they want me to do a meeting. In Culver City, I'm like, I don't know. It's going to have to be like I, at one in the afternoon or no-go because I am not. That's a trip, isn't it? That's a trip. It's I'm, all a trip. I'm supposed to see a friend in Malibu, and that's a long, that's a fucking, that's a commitment. No, it's a day. Yeah, that other kid, that kid who bought my house that you know, he, he lives out there. Yeah, yeah. He's got a place out there. Yeah, Brian's got a shack out there, surf, yeah, surf shack. Yeah. yeah, but he he did something amazing with that tiny little shitty house I had. Yeah. Like he really kind of, uh, he redid it, and yeah. it's uh, it's kind of something. Yeah, he's got a place. Matt Ross got a. Uh, my friend Chris Messina's got a little surf shack out there. What that? Those... Clark Gregg, you know Clark Gregg. Yeah, yeah. He's well, that's a... we we. He was at the show. I he saw Buffalo the night I was there. Clark, Clark, Clark did. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you guys, uh, you ran off and partied. I think. 
Yes. No, he doesn't party. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I took him home. He, you know he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu? Of course Clark he is. Clark Gregg, did you know that? But that guy seems like a black belt in everything. He's a badass, he's just, yeah. he's just sort of one of those guys where it's just sort of like, you, you know, it's like, it's tight, man. You know, Whatever he, it is, it's tight. He, he's he's a yeah he's very competitive and he's and he's uh, and he's you know he directed a movie I did uh, Chuck Palahniuk movie a Choke I like that movie he's a, he's a good writer too you stuff. do some fun movies I do some fun some weirdo parts yeah I do some weirdo what parts tell me sure. about that Schrader movie if you have any memories of that oh fucking a yeah why Light Sweeper yeah because I just saw I just watched saw his sh- new movie oh what's his new movie it's not, dude what's it about who's it's in Sigourney's it? in it oh Sigourney's in Master it? Gardener. Might be his last one. Oh fuck it! It's hell. A, it's Sigourney and Joel Edgerton. Oh, I love Joel Edgerton. That's great. Edgerton. How would wow. they say it? Edgerton? Edgerton? Yeah. I don't know, but he's I love, a fucking. I love Animal Kingdom. I love that movie. I don't know if I saw that. one. Oh my god, you got to see Animal what Kingdom. What is that one? Ben Mendelsohn and Joel. And... I like Ben Mendelsohn. Oh man, it's great. It's a bunch dude. of Australians. Oh, you got to see about bank robbers. Huh. In Australia, no guy, shit. Guy Pierce, you got to see this Who fucking movie. That? The, this guy's brilliant. I forgot his name. He's fucking. What's it brilliant. called? He did the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, you I'll watch gotta it. See it, man. But the, but great. the thing about Schrader, dude, like yeah, uh, these last few movies. I know it's he, like a trilogy. Like the card the, the count one with Ethan. Yeah, the one with Ethan, and then yeah. the one with Oscar, and this one. That's right. He did one with, with Joel. Oscar. The card count. I gotta see the one. Yeah, I gotta see that. I I loved Ethan in that movie, man. He was great. Ethan can do that. He can do it. Yeah, that was great, man. I I loved what he did in that. Well, Ethan's like I'm trying to watch that the uh, the thing he you're in that the yeah documentary. the Paul Newman thing yeah it was very interesting to me. I watched one episode of it and it so humanized Paul Newman for me that I'm not even sure I liked him anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, it's a very it's a very intense story, you know, and it's, it's, it's brutal. It's, because- maybe it's actor shit that me. It's I, totally I, actor shit, you know. But just the idea that like that guy who was in the shadow of everybody and didn't really know who he was 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 you know married to the greatest actress in the world yeah 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 and then he then he sort of well he he had to like i like the whole idea and i'm only at the end of the first thing where he's like he had to reckon with the fact that he was average yeah yeah and figure out how to work from his true self in order to do the work as opposed to you know because i saw that movie did you ever see uh, uh someone up there likes me no is it good I never saw it. Well, I, I didn't I know anything verdict. about him. I saw the verdict. Well, that's yeah. way later. And it's it's yeah. great. I just watched it. I told Garfield to watch it. Yeah, He'd yeah. never that's seen right. it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but someone up there likes me. He plays Rocky Graziano, right? The yeah. fighter. It's a real story. And you know, and it's right at that time where he doesn't really know who he is, and he took and he's got to be an old fighter at some point. I'm watching all these Criterion fight movies. I don't. I'm not a boxing right. guy, but for some reason, I, I I got into it. Yeah, and I can see it. And after I saw the first episode of that documentary, I get it because the first half of the of the movie where he's a young Rocky, he's just doing the Italian kid thing, like I'm a troublemaker, you know, like you know, he's like getting into trouble, and he's you know, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna be a fight? You got to be yeah. a fight. He's okay. But as soon as they put the fucking nose on him for the second half of the movie when he's older, he gets it. And I can see it happen. Like he, he I don't know if it was the prosthesis. I don't sure. know what. But he it's sort of mask. like he landed. And yeah, it's sort of yeah. like that's and, and that was his big break. But that's where I could see like wow. he nailed it. And I got to see that. I haven't watched that. I watched Fat City recently. That's great. Man, it's good. What's her name? She's great. What, uh, what, yeah, what's, Ther- th- what's her name? Teresa? Susan uh, Terrell. Susan Terrell, man. She got the thing with her things unzipped. Dude, like she's just so good. So like, good. You can't even, you don't even know how that happens. Exactly. <laughs> whatever, like, that, whatever that was, you, there's no, no craft is going to make that happen. I mean, it's just I, so you good. know, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I she know. was a great stage actress. I don't know. 
but <clears throat> who knows exactly. But the fight movies, the one thing I realize about them is that you know, there's a reason why. Yeah. You, you notice know, how the boxing gets better? Sure, kind of. Like Creed, the boxing was really good. Oh, right, sure. The, like the boxing that, but is but, kind of fun. But the to, movie is always the same fucking movie. It's always the same fucking it movie. It really is that always the same That city as a movie, movie is great. It's great, but it's yeah. always the manager and the fucking washout and the guy yeah. they want to throw a fight yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. guy who takes the big money and, you know, yeah. like... But uh, it's all the same movies. Yeah, give yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fucked up thing about watching these things is I realized that the Scorsese with Raging Bull, you know, you think it's some great aesthetic choice to make it black and white, but to be honest with you, it's totally practical because to sell those noses... You know, you can't. Sure, it's so much easier sure, in black sure, and white. Sure, are you talking to the Paul, about the Paul Newman thing? Yeah, yeah. Because like I bought yeah, it, but yeah. like if it was in color, you're no not gonna, fucking way. You're not going to buy it. No fucking way. That's right, because he had a prosthetic the whole time for Raging Bull, right? He well, had, half of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. a fucked up nose. Yeah, totally. That's true. That's true. That is a practical thing. Uh, yeah. but, but so what? But what, getting back to Schrader, at that at the yeah. time you work with him, it was like fairly close to yeah. He taxi made, driver, right? He made me. Well, it was about. It was a good fifteen years I guess after, so, but, but it was it, one of his ten years after. He it was definitely like late early nineties, and I was a kid. And you know, it's funny. Uh, I screamed in a pillow and smoked a bunch of cigarettes to get my voice really deep, and then we ended up looping it. <laughs> really, and it was, I had to recreate that sound, and I totally blew my voice out for that. For and that, I was trying movie? to get that kind of drug addict sound. And because you had like two like big that, scenes, you know, that right? Michael Wasn't Wincock huge. thing, you know that Michael Wincock has that voice. Uh, I wanted to get that voice. What, I don't know which, who's he. You know, he's in Nope. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah, Nope yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to get that voice. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. He showed up in Nope. That dude. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. He's great. Great actor. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to get that voice. Anyway, that we looped the whole fucking scene eventually. But he made me wear this jacket. Trader made me wear this jacket. Oh, the leather jacket? This leather jacket, yeah, yeah. like, upstages the entire scene. Yeah. It's like, it's neon, you know. It's but like, when you read that, it's different. It's a different script than he usually writes. He sort of evolved into something. I think, like, you know, everything up from autofocus becomes something deeper and darker and less explainable than than where he was at with well, Light the, Sweeper. Yeah, and and the one with Nolte is really and James Cole. Oh my god. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's fucking ins- affliction? That's amazing. That's it, but that's after that. Like that's I, great... it's like affliction, autofocus, the priest movie. Uh oh, I didn't... autofocus. I loved autofocus. Oh yeah, my god. Great Kinnear. Dude, He's great, man. When they're just sitting there, like on the couch at opposite ends, jerking off, <laughs> talking like nothing's going on. That's right, that's, Evan Willem Dafoe. This is like, that's you, right. Remember her? I do. Yeah, you know. That's the best. <laughs> that's the best, man. Mm. That's amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, of course he did autofocus. Yeah, but I love Greg. I just saw Greg Kinnear in something. Yeah, with uh, Paul Hauser. He was great. And he was great. Yeah, he's good. He's so fun to watch. Okay, so this movie. So, what kind of movie yeah. do you call this movie? Uh, this would be. Uh, it's a new. It's a I genre. Guess, you know, <laughs> be kind of like. See um, how they run, because it's like a. New, it's like a, a kind of a riff on that murder mystery business. Yeah, it's like I guess like knives Dan, out, knives kind of knives out, Agatha, Agatha Christie, Christie yeah. comedy mystery. It seems uh, to all of a sudden have this resurgence. I think knives out. Knives out kind like, of brought it back. Yeah. yeah, just opened the portal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hopefully, big uh, cast, fun yes, movie. Yes. Who done it? Yes, who done it? Period uh, pieces. Period pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah who directed this one? This guy, Tom. He he uh, he did a show called This Country. Yeah, Tom George. Yeah, and so he's used to a lot of improvy stuff, and uh, so we had a big two week rehearsal period that was really fun. 
Yeah. And during the kind of semi-lockdown in London, it was, you know, it was fun. I mean, we got to like, it was like kind of like doing a play. I haven't rehearsed that long for a movie ever. I, but you did a lot of group stuff. Yeah, it was got cool. Got the, the team together. Yeah, we did all, you know, we did all the testing shit. I didn't even know that that was that guy, Oyololo. Yeah, David Aiello. Aiello. I thought it was Aiello. I don't know. I just say Aiello. I think if you look at the spelling, it's going to confuse you. I think you just got to go. I talked to him. Just do it phonetically. Yeah, yeah. You talk to him? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great guy. He's a very fit guy. Is he? Very fit. How you doing with that? You seem all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm 53. I'm hanging in there. I'm 50. I'm going to be 59. Really? Is that true? I yeah. saw the pull up the dips and stuff. <sighs> yeah, I, gotta, I can do it. Yeah, it's, I can do a couple. I mean, I work out like three times a week, and I just yeah. I hike up a mountain twice, three times a week. That's good. You got to move it or lose it. Get I blood, guess, but blood uh, to the brain. Right? Yeah, I, I, oh, this thing's floating around this mic. <laughs> but the, yeah, I guess so. But like, what, what are we working towards? I mean, I did. <laughs> That's a good fucking question, man. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm like, I, I work out like crazy. I look in the mirror. I'm like, just this is the this result? Is yeah, average? Yeah. That's where I thought I'm going to, I want to look, I want to see Joel Edgerton when I look in the well, mirror. I want to see Brad Pitt. But I'm dude, like, this is it? This but you know, when guy. you see those guys, it's like, that's their job. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know, they're not, they're yeah, not yeah, casually yeah. staying in shape. No, of course. You know, those of guys course. that are trying to act casual with their six yeah. packs and they're 50, it's like, you, you never leave the gym. And you don't eat anything with any fat on it. Yeah, I think I do it more for mental reasons. Oh, for me too. Yeah, I think that's to clear my head. It's a, it's a active meditation, I guess. I don't know. The hiking is for me. Yeah, like because I, I always heard about people talk about like the high that they get from running or stuff, and I never really noticed it. The endorphin thing. Yeah, yeah, but I've been high. Sure. Like I've done coke. So I'm not gonna hard to replace not, that. Yeah, I'm not gonna run for an hour Maybe and be like, "Holy shit!" Ten cups of really good blue bottle coffee. Maybe, but then you get tired and weird and nauseous. Yeah, but I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't work out. You you cross you cross the uh, yeah the, what do you threshold. Call it? Yeah, but uh, but no, but but now I get it because like when you're hiking, like you got a sustained incline going, your heart's fucking going. I'm like, oh hey, yeah, you know what? there you go. I went That's on what a hike it is. recently, and I was surprised how much of a workout. Jacked. Yeah, I was jammed. Like, I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good workout. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Do you run? I do sprints. I don't run. You sprint. I can't on the treadmill. Yeah, I do Mm. like thirty second sprints. That's it. I just do this fifty minute incline. That's good, man. And then I do like a twenty minute downcline. That's the incline's great. Yeah, going down's the tricky part, right on the knees. You know, I don't got bad knees, but you just like I'm running down this massive hill, and I'm and I'm old, but like, but I've been doing it for a while. But I, not a day doesn't go by where I don't think like, dude, you know, like if you go down, you know, you might be out of the game permanently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it worth it? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What if you run up the hill and walk down? Well, I mean, I'd like to work towards that. Sounds like a yeah, I mean, this is like joke. a massive hill, dude. And, yeah. and, and to run up, it would be something. No, no, you don't want to run up. Not in the sun, anyway. <sighs> yeah, I go early. That. I was up there at eight. Today yeah. was okay. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm walking down. So, uh, what are you doing tonight? Tonight, Leslie's I think, making some chicken. Oh, really? Going to hang out. I'm going to cook a chicken. Yeah. She's co- well, yeah. If you want, to come to the comedy store. I'm going to be. You uh, going to the comedy uh, store? I am. Doing the com- you're and doing tomorrow. Performance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I only. And go who to do you see? Who you run into there? We're at the store? Yeah. Who are the other comedians you run into? Tonight? Well, I mean, who's been around? You know, Sebastian's around. Uh, oh, Sebastian. Eliza's. Leslie just did a movie with Sebastian. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What movie's that? Uh, Sebastian and Leslie play husband and wife. It's uh, it's coming out. It's about his dad. His dad was a hairdresser, and he talks about it. It's oh, it's it actually like he movie. wrote the movie? Yeah, it looks like a funny movie, like Meet the Parents. Oh, but it's, a, it's Sebastian's movie. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's huge. He's yeah. huge right now. You li- are you still listening to old stuff? You watched the, you obviously saw the George Carlin documentary. Occasionally, I listen to Schimmel, uh-huh. but outside of Schimmel, I don't. I don't listen to too much old comedy. Bill Hicks, nobody like or Richard Pryor. Well, I and, knew them. Yeah, I knew Hicks, and uh, yeah, I can listen to Hicks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to much comedy. Pryor, I, I watched Pryor not too long ago. Yeah, some yeah. old stuff just to sort of. Just, sometimes you have to re-engage with what made them great, you know. Yeah. But but I knew Hicks, and like I come up with, you know, it, it's like it's a little weirder when you're people you know. But like, there's yeah. some people that genuinely make me laugh. And the album you said the Red Fox album. To There's a bunch to of records. Be, okay. No, I mean you got to wash your ass. Sure, that's a later album. But okay. what what he became popular for were something called Party Records, Party and they were, they were they were they were I can't remember the label, but there's a bunch of them. Okay, and they're just dirty fucking joke records. I'll show them to you in the house. Okay, okay. All right, buddy. Good talk. All right, all right. Good. All right, man. Thanks, man. See how they run. Sam's new movie is now in theaters. That was fun to talk to Sam. Fun. Always fun to talk to Sammy. All right, hang out a second, will you, people? Okay, for full Marin subscribers, we have some tunes. Yes, some of you might remember that we did a special release for Record Store Day a few years ago called In the Garage, live music from WTF with Mark Marin, Volume 1. There's not been a Volume 2, so instead of waiting to make another record, we've put it together for you full Marin subscribers. It's got songs from Amy Mann, Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, James Mercer of The Shins, Nick Lowe, Blues Traveler, and more, all performed in the garage at various times over the past 13 years. All those, I believe, are from the original garage. It's in your feed now if you're a full Marin subscriber. If you haven't subscribed yet, go to the link in the episode description or go to WTFPod.com and click on WTF Plus. Next week, Sigourney Weaver on Monday and Abigail Disney on Thursday. Uh, Sigourney and I talked about her whole career. She's definitely a powerful presence, a powerful woman in cinema history, a game changer. Abigail Disney, very interesting, is the grandniece of Walt, who has uh, made a documentary about the labor practices in the country, but uh, specifically uh, in, you know, in Disney, in Disneyland. She uses her family's legacy to uh, to sort of uh, make some points about uh, wage disparity and other things. It was it's kind of a great talk. Tonight I'm in Boulder, Colorado at the Boulder Theater, and then Fort Collins, Colorado tomorrow at the Lincoln Center. I'm in Toronto, Ontario at the Queen Elizabeth Theater on September 30th and October 1st. Then I'm in Livermore, California at the Bankhead Theater on October 6th and Carmel-by-the-Sea, California at the Sunset Center on October 7th. I'll be in London, England at the Bloomsbury Theater Saturday and Sunday, October 22nd and 23rd. And stay tuned for details about a special live taping of WTF while I'm out there in 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 London. I'll be in Dublin, Ireland at Vicker Street Wednesday, October 26th. Then in November and December, I'm in Oklahoma City, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, Long Beach, California, Eugene, Oregon, Bend, Oregon, Asheville, North Carolina, and Nashville, Tennessee. This all leads up to my HBO special taping at Town Hall in New York City on Thursday, December 8th. Go to wtfpod.com slash tour for all the dates and ticket info. Here's some uh, another take on the same old shit on my Stratocaster.
Monkey in La Fonda, Cat Angels Everywhere. 